0: Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the lucky seven. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerleys and holiday station stores, and go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, Wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty Trade Value Charts so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft Prop Bet Games, so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings. And preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year now. All of that curated, color-coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AIRBEAR, you get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. everybody, it's a late night edition of the Shock Fantasy Waiver Wire podcast for week 14. It's actually not a Waiver Wire podcast because I kind of changed up the format a little bit. We're, we're not looking forward just for this week or just for for helping your team way down the road. These are looking ahead at matchups for the rest of the season at each of the four positions and you know, life got away from me a little bit today. I w- had to push off my research and and writing of the article and all that podcast stuff. I hope you forgive me. It's a little late. I'm recording this. It's now 10:58 p.m. on uh, Tuesday night, and uh, I, you know, I wanted to get it to you. I wanted to get it up so uh, you guys could hear it early in the morning, or maybe if you're a night owl, you're listening to it now. But uh, so you could get up, hear it early in the morning. Get your waiver wire set. Most of my waivers don't run till mid Wednesday or late Wednesday. So, this should give you enough time for the most part. For those of you who are simply reliant on waivers that run overnight, Tuesday night to Wednesday morning, I'm sorry it didn't get to you. But a lot of these names that I'm going to talk about are probably guys that people aren't picking up specifically because of past performance. So, this one is a little more evergreen than most of them because it talks about the schedules, the rest of the way. So uh, we're not in take a chance on me season. Well, we are in take a chance on me season, but it's take a chance on me month right now. So uh, we're going to attack matchups during the final week of the regular season and your fantasy playoffs. So Todd Heap is dead. Uh, (laughs) It truly, truly is Memorial. We'll bring him back later, uh, maybe next year. Uh, But we're worried about who we can pick up now, who we can throw on the roster and uh, who might start for us down the stretch. Because there's no reason to pick up anybody right now if you're not, A, in the playoffs, or B, trying to win games during your playoff weeks. So here's how we do it. Let's start with the quarterback. All right, Ben Roethlisberger is the first quarterback I'm going to mention. Uh, He plays, and I'll mention all the schedules for all these players the rest of the way. He plays the Vikings, the Titans, the Chiefs, and the Browns the rest of the way. Big Ben is 18% rostered, and he hasn't been big or good for a long time, but you can't argue with bottom seven pass defenses in each of the next three weeks. There's a glimmer of hope, too, as the Steelers have been forced into passing more often as of recent. And whether they're in the playoff hunt or not, and currently they are in the hunt, they're on the outside looking in, it's likely Big Ben's last season. They're not going to remove him from the lineup for any reason. They're not going to replace him with Mason Rudolph, who's looked bad. And he has tossed multiple scores in three of his last five. So R- Ben Roethlisberger is somebody that you can pick up in the Superflex League. He's very startable over the next few weeks uh, and, and a good depth piece in case of injury. Scam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton. He plays Atlanta, Buffalo tampa bay and new orleans in the next four weeks he's 32 percent rostered right now the falcons bucks and saints specifically uh that's this week and the final two weeks of the fantasy season they're all bottom eight in the league against the quarterback position now cam hasn't been what you call good or accurate for a really long time but he probably does give the panthers a better shot at a playoff berth than P.J. Walker does, and the Panthers are in it right now, too. Plus, with a change in offensive coordinator with Joe Brady being ousted this week, it's feasible that it was because of a difference on how to call plays for Cam. His best game was a feast against a poor Washington defense, and the aforementioned teams aren't significantly better than football team against the quarterback, so... You can throw Cam Newton on your roster, and really, he's dropping off of more rosters than he's getting picked up on right now. Taylor Heineke, he gets Dallas, then Philly, then Dallas, then Philly over the next four weeks. Yeah, you can't make it up. He's 34% rostered. Stewbeard will not return this year, unfortunately, or maybe ever again. So it's Heineke under center for the rest of the year for the football team. And they have a legit shot of taking a playoff spot. I believe they are in the seven seed right now. Five divisional games are left on their schedule in the final five weeks. They actually seem to be kind of turning the corner right now in a positive way. Now, Taylor hasn't been a super stud, but he has thrown for six touchdowns in the last three weeks. And he's got Terry McLaurin. That's a good thing. Zach Wilson. He's coming up against New Orleans, Miami, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay. He's only 5% rostered, and he just recorded his best game as a pro last week against Philly. It wasn't a win for the Jets, but from a fantasy standpoint, he threw for multiple scores, and he ran one in. He's actually run in a score in two straight, which means they trust that he's fully healthy. And the Jets are playing spoilers against some middling wildcard contender teams, two teams that are long out and Tampa who will run up the score. None of which are scary defenses though. So I think Zach Wilson and Robert Sala and, and that organization, they want to win games coming down the pipe for the rest of the year. And I think that they're going to try to win some, and they're going to try to run up some scores with Zach Wilson. Final quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. He plays Cincy, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston, over the final four weeks of your fantasy season. A few things are very clear in San Francisco. The Niners are in the driver's seat for a wild card. They're currently the sixth seed, and Trey Lance isn't going to see the field for the rest of this year. Jimmy threw for 299-2 last week in Seattle. Hey, he was my take-a-chance-on-me guy. That was pretty good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Um This week he faces a Cincy squad that's the toughest test they have from here on out. They just gave up 317-3 last week to air bear. None of the other defenses are scary. And Debo Samuel, he's probably only a week, maybe two weeks away. Jimmy Garoppolo might be a nice little starter add for the rest of your season, especially in a super flex league. Go pick him up. Let's move on. Running back. Khalil Ground Bear, Khalil Herbert versus Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, and the Giants. He is 17% rostered. And ooh, hold on. I got to get a cool, tasty beverage here. Oh, yeah. That's 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 hitting the spot. Since David Montgomery has returned, uh, Montgomery has frankly been a workhorse, and Herbert has been relegated to backup duties. However... Montgomery hasn't always been the most durable back. The schedule seems to break right for the Bears' run game with Minnesota, Seattle, and the Giants coming up. And they got to be on the cusp of a coaching change. There could be one as early as after this week. And there also could be instruction from the front office to take some mileage off of Montgomery down the stretch. So he's a nice speculative stash, Khalil Herbert, just in case Montgomery gets injured or they decide to see what they have a little bit more in Herbert the rest of the way. The running back position is kind of messy, and this is probably the messiest one here. These are in no particular order, by the way. Some, some are better than others, and some are earlier and later than others. I kind of went in schedule order this week as I was looking through the rosters. And the one that come up comes up next for me is uh, the Seattle running backs. That's Adrian Peterson who's 13% rostered, and Rashad Penny, who's 0% rostered. Uh, They get Houston, the Rams, Chicago, and Detroit the rest of the way. There's going to be people starting a Seahawks running back against Detroit in their fantasy championship games in some weird, ridiculous world. Yeah, they will. It's probably Adrian Peterson in a revenge game against the Lions. He's got the best chance near the stripe. He's had a dreadful 2.5 yards per carry this year. And Penny had 11 touches last week against the Niners, which are the most touches he's had in a game since 2019. And by the way, Alex Collins, he's only 35% rostered in many leagues. And if he gets healthy, he's back to the bell cow workhorse. So of all the Seattle backs, if we think Alex Collins is going to get back, that's the number one. Other than that, you can throw a dart on Adrian Peterson and Rashad Penny and see how that pans out the next couple of weeks. It's all about getting one of these guys as your runner in the championship week in Detroit. That's the only real big angle here. So I'm sorry I took up that much of your time talking about Seattle running backs. Daryl Williams versus the Raiders, Chargers the Steelers and the Bengals and Daryl Williams is 65% owned. So I'm cheating a little bit here, but there's a third of leagues where Williams was dropped and that wasn't a good move. He's definitely worth grabbing. Clyde was already dinged up earlier this year in the two games since his return. He hasn't wowed anybody. He did score a touchdown, but he hasn't looked that good. Uh, Williams. Meanwhile, is still averaging seven touches per game since Clyde's return And the Chiefs are running the ball more than they have in years. Plus, that schedule is actually really amazing. Even Pittsburgh is not that good against the run anymore. They're bottom 10, and they're the toughest opponent left on the schedule. So Daryl Williams is a nice little stash, especially Clyde gets hurt. They take a few touches away from him. Ooh, that might be interesting. And a lot of these things with are running backs, they're very speculative. And the last guy is, too. Carlos Hyde, he plays Tennessee, Houston, the Jets, and New England. And you're not starting him against Tennessee this week. And you're definitely not starting him in your fantasy championship against New England. But those two games in week 16, sorry, week 15 and 16, Houston and the Jets, are really, really good. Hyde actually outtouched James Robinson last week. And if Robinson is still hurt, as he has been really for quite a while now, uh, it would not surprise me if he gets an IR designation very soon and sits out the rest of the year. The Jags are out of it. They don't need to prove anything with James Robinson the rest of the year. Hyde's kind of a good speculative ad just for those Houston game, that Houston game and the Jets game. Both teams are bottom five against the run, and if Robinson doesn't go in either – Hides a bell cow, and he's probably in the top 15 in most people's weekly rankings. Looking at you, Church. That's it for the running backs. Wide receiver. I only have three wide receivers. Um, Really, the schedule doesn't break right for the guys who are available. That's kind of how it is. But here's a couple of guys who should be available. I'm going to start with Julio Jones who gets Jacksonville, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Miami, and he's 63% rostered right now. That's also over the 50% threshold. But he's available in over a third of leagues. He's likely coming back this week. He was designated to practice again from IR, and he faces three defenses in the bottom 11 in the final four weeks of play. If your league doesn't have an IR, somebody dropped Julio Jones and he's going to get all the targets, especially for the next two weeks, because A.J. Brown is on IR for two more games. So all those targets are going to Julio. If he's available, pick him up. Robbie Anderson versus Atlanta, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. And he's been so frustrating this year. He's down to 42% rostered, but the targets have been more consistent lately, coming in around five or six per game over the last three weeks. And the schedule couldn't be better, as we highlighted in the Cam Newton section earlier. He probably won't ever crack your lineup, but he's in a better spot for one of those weird COVID-related emergency starts than most people are out there. So, I mean, like, I'm I'm dealing with Keenan Allen, who's on the COVID list suddenly this week. It's going around, people. You got to pick up a few backups and have them ready for depth. If you need them in your fantasy playoffs, that's just how it goes. Another guy you can pick up—he's the—he's probably the easiest one to pick up, and probably the one that I'll try to nab in most of my leagues. That's Jamison Crowder. He plays against the Saints, the Dolphins, the Jags, and the Bucks. Uh, he has been the second leading targeted receiver on the Jets behind Elijah Moore for the last month. But a lot more people roster Corey Davis. He's about twice as much owned. Every one of the remaining opponents are in the bottom seven against the wide receiver position. So Jamison Crowder is startable almost every week from here on out. Surprised? Yes, I am too. But that's it for the wide receivers. So now tight end. we're going to start with Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, he's been battling some injuries, but he's coming back, and he gets – Dallas, then Philly, then Dallas, then Philly. And RSJ is only 6% rostered. The Eagles are the worst team in the NFL against the tight end, and it's not close at all. And RSJ gets them twice in your fantasy playoffs. Plus, Logan Thomas is done for the year with a knee injury, so it's RSJ all the way. CJ Uzoma. Versus the 49ers, the Broncos, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Uh, This is one of those plays where if you don't have a tight end, you pick up a couple and play the matchups. And you could do that with a Uzi-RSJ combo if you wanted. Because Seals-Jones' toughest game of the playoffs is Week 16 against Dallas. While Uzi has Baltimore that week, who has struggled mightily against the position. How much so? Well, Uzi beat the Ravens for three catches, 91 yards, and two scores in the first meeting. Evan Engram versus the Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, and Bears. So, I like I'm talking about RSJ, matching him up with CJ Uzoma. You want to match up somebody with RSJ? You match up Evan Engram, and you just play against Philly every week. Um, if you want to start the tight against the Eagles every week, you, you're guaranteed a touchdown too. So for your fantasy playoffs, you get RSJ and EE who gets the Eagles in the semifinals. Now, Engram didn't score when he faced the Eagles in week 12, but Chris Majarik, the backup tight end, the third string tight end, he did. Plus now we're on Jake Fromm, state farm as the new quarterback in New York. And who knows who he'll target the most? Uh, he, Looks like he's going to start this week. And if he plays the matchups, he'll target Evan Engram the most against the Chargers because the Chargers are terrible against the tight end as well. And then Evan Engram and Jake Fromm will develop a rapport. They'll fall in love. The rest is history. So you can pick up Evan Engram. He's startable this week too. Finally, Albert Akwoogbanam. I think I got that right. Akwugbuman. Maybe, I don't know. I think I get one of those is right. Noah Fant has, uh, by the way, I should mention his schedule. He gets Detroit, Cincy, Vegas, and the Chargers. Uh, And he's only 1% rostered and a great dynasty stash. I put him on a couple of my rosters. Uh, Noah Fant, he's been really average for about the last month. And Albert O has stayed healthy enough to really start to eat into Fant's target share. Last week they each saw four targets, and that uh let me check the math, that is the same amount. Coming up, Detroit and Cincy, they're average to above average C plus ish kind of matchups. But Vegas and the Chargers are primo matchups down the stretch, and they're in the final two weeks. And if Noah Fant were to come down with, you know, a cold, hamstring strain, any kind of injury, oh man suddenly Albert O is in a really good spot in the final two weeks of the season. So he's a guy who should grace some fantasy benches down the stretch. That's it. That's all I have for today. I hope this was informative and helpful for you to get ready for your fantasy playoffs, whether you're competing for, you know, a league championship, which I hope most of you are, because you're obviously astute listeners of fantasy podcasts. And if not, I hope you're, you know, trying to stay out of the toilet bowl and uh, don't get relegated to do some silly punishment or anything like that. We're hoping that we can help you down the line with some of these uh, playoff plays on the shock fantasy podcast. A reminder to rate and review the shock fantasy podcast, five stars on your favorite podcast platform uh, at explosive output on Twitter and at shock fantasy on Twitter. Uh, Go sign up for a membership on shock fantasy. Uh, Believe I had a little promo code at the beginning there. Air Bear gets you fifteen dollars off of the forty dollars sticker price for a twenty-five dollar total. You get the rest of this year, and you get all the cool stuff for next season already. For, we're already getting prepped for next fantasy season. It's come down to this. It's already week fourteen. This season's almost over. Holy buckets! By the way, go get a Seventh Avenue pizza. Oh yeah, the 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 seven. What is it, the Seven Heaven one? Oh, man, that's good. It's got all the meats and the cheeses. Oh, I'll take one of those right now. Talk to you guys tomorrow when we preview the Thursday night matchup. And it's, oh, the Steelers and the Vikings. Might have some inside information. Talk to you then.